1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Kramer and Jess.
1: On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day.
2: I talk during movies, and I don't see an issue with it. And I asked my 10-year-old niece what her opinion was, and she agrees with me, so I don't care what any of you guys say. (laughs)
3: The 10-year-old who's really savvy just gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. You're, you're so welcoming today. <laughs> I can see you're open to some personal growth critique.
2: <laughs> this is the only <laughs> advice I get.
3: <laughs> we, we call this Dear Abby. Okay, and in case you don't know who Abby is, who is it, Jess?
2: She's my 10-year-old niece. She actually lives in California, and I'm really close to my family, and now I just talk to her about different situations that are going on in my life.
3: So what's got your pot boiling today, Jessica?
2: There's a disagreement going on in my household right now between me and my boyfriend, Garage Boy. He has an issue with me talking while we watch movies.
3: And by the way, Garage Boy's real name is Gerald, so when we refer to Gerald, that's Garage Boy.
2: Can I ask you for some advice? Yes. Yes. Is it okay to talk during movies? In the conditions of my own home. Me and Gerald are watching a movie. And there have been a couple times where I'm asking questions. And I want to know, like, if you have information that could possibly help me understand this more, am I allowed to talk and ask you these things? Because he's been getting frustrated. This is just like me and my dad. I'll be like, dad, what's happening? And my dad's like, just watch the movie. And I'm like... (laughs) okay then five seconds later dad what happened what is
3: he saying what's he saying what's he saying like what does that mean what does that mean but like you said i'm in my own home and i think it's okay to talk during a movie as long as you're not like in the
1: movie theater or like doing it too much like having side conversations like oh yeah blah 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 blah," it's okay to talk during a movie
2: I'm not asking you to tell me how it ends, obviously. I'm just trying to get a little more clarity on a certain situation so I can understand what's going on more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the a difference. Thanks, Ab. Love you. Love you.
3: Why are you so fired up about
2: this? Because the garage boy has been like acting like this is the worst thing I've ever done to him in his life.
3: Biggest crime against humanity. And
2: I'm like, listen, we're we're not in the we're not AMC right now. I don't <laughs> gotta be quiet. Like, I'm in my I'm on my couch. And if you have some information that could possibly help me understand what's going on in the plot, why wouldn't you wanna share that with me? Your significant other, the person who loves you. Why wouldn't you your wanna share mate. that with me? Your soulmate is Isn't asking that, you till death do us part, but you can't talk you to me. Why his dad just did this and where they are. Like, why can't you just
3: tell me? You have to understand that there's nothing more annoying than someone talking in a movie. And I don't care where you are. My ex-wife used to do this. We'd be sitting here just watching, just, just enjoying. And keep in mind, I don't, I may necessarily have no more idea than you have. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about this? Or why are we commentating about what just happened on the screen?
2: Why wouldn't we commentate? Why would like, that's, you? That's that's the fun part about watching a movie with your partner or with anyone, like at the house. So you, it's like watching a football game. When you, I'm just going to sit there in silence? No, I'm going to talk back to the screen. You think so? Why? So why wouldn't I do that while I'm watching a movie? You
3: think most people would agree with you or disagree with you?
2: Yeah, I think that if you're if I'm at my house and if I have, if I have to ask a question, then my man better answer my question.
3: Oh my god! Hello, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Should you be able to talk during movies, or is it annoying? And we're talking about at your it, home, by the way.
4: It, it's annoying.
3: Thank you. Yes, explain it to Jess. It,
4: it, because I'm watching the same movie you are. Like, I'm looking at the same thing that you're looking at, and I can't answer all the questions.
2: But what do I maybe, look like? But, Leslie, maybe you are smarter than your boyfriend, and so that's why he's asking you questions, because he thinks that maybe you can understand something that he can't. So he's looking to you, his partner, his soulmate, the person that he leans on, to answer and give him information.
3: But
4: it's constant. It's mm-hmm. constant, and, and then it gets, and then it gets in the way of me watching a movie.
3: Yeah, sure. Damn, does Jess mm-hmm. like like how many times? And just, just so we. It's can... like we we can talk about it mm-hmm. after the movie. Sure, no, take notes. That's
2: you ask all your questions after the movie. Take, like, take why notes. Why do you do this? Why do you yep. do that? That's no fun. You take
3: notes, and we'll come back to my promise at the end. How that's many times? Time how, honestly, if you had to say on average, how many times do you think you speak up during a movie, ask questions?
2: Oh, at least five. At least. This is Sherry on line six from Baltimore.
3: Sherry, should you be able to talk during movies or is it annoying?
2: I
4: believe that you should. You're in the comfort of your own home, and that's also the pleasure of it. You can hit pause and, like, do a little tangent and then get back to it. What exactly. What do you you need? Me and my boyfriend pause the movie all the time and go on tangents, and then we're like, okay, let's get back into it. I
2: love that it's an activity. It makes it more enjoyable when you're watching it with your partner and you're able to have a discussion or ask questions. If I'm at my house, I pay rent. It's my house. My bills are paid. Let me ask a question while I'm watching a movie.
3: So both yeah. of you guys are on the same page, though. Oh, yeah. So what if one of you wasn't, though? Let's say for some reason, if, oh. if your partner said, I think that's annoying, would you still feel like you would need to pause the movie and discuss? Um, well, if he was
4: annoyed at that moment, like sometimes I'm really into it. And he's literally talking to me, and I don't even hear him because I'm so focused in the movie. Oh, so you think you
3: should just block it out
2: But then. do you just let him talk to you, though, or do you tell him to stop talking? Well,
3: no. I, like, pause it. I go, sorry, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Abby from Hamstead. I mean, is, or should you be able to talk with your partner during the movie, or is it annoying?
4: I think you should absolutely be able to talk with your partner. Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely, yes. I think that you should be able to ha- open up a dialogue, talk about how you're feeling, talk about what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like. Yeah. You why? Know,
2: why but,
3: are feelings getting discussed in the movie? Because you're of with the partner. Because <laughs> you're
2: with the person that you're supposed to be able to share all the feelings on the planet with. So why wouldn't exactly. I talk to him during the movie? So
3: you're telling me like if you really like the scene, you should be like, hey, let's 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 like let's stop the movie for a second. Let's discuss our feelings on that scene. Then we'll get back into it.
4: No, but if it's a really intense scene, you know, and you need a minute to process it, you know, you should feel open enough with your partner to be able to do that. Exactly. Now, and he's a, yeah, exactly. I don't know. He's a
2: better movie watcher than me. Like, he just get he just gets plot, he's a, he's a movie buff, so I... he's a resource. And if I know that he probably understands something better than me, I'm going to ask him. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you give away clues of the movie because you've seen it, that's
3: not good. That's yeah. What my okay, that's off-landish, that's like like but everything off else London. is. Okay, all right. Yeah. Thank you, Abby, for calling us. Absolutely, guys. Have a good one. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Lisa from Westminster. Good morning. Is this my dude, Kram? This is, yes. this is your dude, Crames. <laughs> Here he is in the flesh. Kram. You know, I hate to say this, but again, I'm like so agreeing with Jeff. So, I'm glad you guys clarified it's at home. Yes,
2: because that matters.
3: In the theater, it's annoying as hell, for sure, 100%. I would never in the theater. We can agree. Okay,
4: okay, okay. So, definitely annoying, but at home, at home, you can hit pause. Mm-hmm.
3: But, yes. like, it takes you out of the movie. like, like it, They go what? to the movies. The thing about the cinematic <laughs> exactly. experience, exactly. Like you're, the theater. You're, the theater. you're supposed to be emerged in the, into the storyline. You're but over you're here all, asking me, always, wait, what happened? <laughs> but you're also
4: with each other, and it's like it's like your own little personal theater, so exactly. you're like, oh, that, that's the chance that you can be like, oh, what next? Like, oh, okay, so what happened there? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Now,
2: Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5.
3: righty, here it is. Tuesday. Also known as three more sleeps. Three more sleeps. You know? <laughs> Doesn't feel as good as one more sleep. But I'm it does, there. it
2: does feel good coming off a Ravens win, though. It's true. That was a, a little
3: burst of energy here to start the show, right? That was
2: a good game, you guys.
3: Let's get it started with you. 410-583-1065-6 o'clock club. We just want you to text us. We just want to know who's up in Maryland first thing in the morning. Especially with this time change. How we feeling? We'll shout you out. 410-583-1065.
2: Veronica, good morning. Jess R. in Westminster. Uh, Stephanie in Nottingham is here. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. John the Annapolis locator. LG the sassy scientist. Good morning. Grace in White Marsh is here. Francesca the nurse. Terrence, Cheryl, Clever, Kevin. Mr. W. from Reisterstown. Good morning. Lori is with us. And we got Lou and Glenn Burnie. Hope a Dope is here. Crystal in Northeast. Rhonda M. Hasadina. Carol of Eden. Anthony in Catonsville is up with us. Lisa, Jess, the critical nurse. Linda from Woodbine. RN Case Manager Lisa. And Hurricane Bill from Abingdon. Good morning.
3: It was a good Ravens win last night. More importantly today, this is like the same kind of passion that you know, Jess is feeling for the Ravens right now. I'm feeling for Election Day. I want everyone to be as excited about getting to the polls today than you are to get to m Bank Stadium to watch a game.
2: They open in an hour, and will stay open from
3: 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. today. It is massively important. And listen, when I when I was in my 20s, I don't think I voted. I think my very first election I voted in was McCain-Obama in 2008. So I was like 25, 26, something like that. Before that, couldn't care less. Now it seems like the weight of the future of the (laughs) world is in our hands. Is it not? But How are you feeling about election day?
2: I'm excited. Yeah, Yeah. Garage Boy and I are going to vote after he gets off of work today. Um, And I'm going to have all the information that you need as far as like where you need to go, all that kind of stuff in a few minutes too.
3: Marijuana's on the ballot this time? Yeah. How are we feeling about that? I'm excited. I just think it's time. I just think it's time. I don't listen I don't smoke. But I'm like, if you wanna smoke, smoke.
2: I think it's just weird coming from California where that was definitely an adjustment for me. And it's not even just about like smoking, but there's so many things at dispensaries that like can be very helpful just me personally a california girl always been about 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 it yeah so um well it just I'm seems excited. like the
3: thing with marijuana is like if you want to get marijuana you're gonna be able to get marijuana you're just gonna be able to get it this isn't the 1950s like my dad used to tell me stories of how like <laughs> people who get like thrown in jail you know for like Very smoking a doobie on the corner and i'm like it's just we're not there anymore but listen that's <laughs> There's so That's many things. That's not even the most important <laughs> thing on the There's so there many things. Listen, if Jess and I can encourage you to do anything today, it's get your ass to the polls. I want every person in the 6 O'Clock Club to vote today. It's so important.
0: Now. now. Now.
2: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore
4: Top 3, <laughs> three.
1: with Jess. So.
2: Number three. The Ravens are now on a three-game winning streak oh. after beating the Saints 27-13 on some Monday night football action we got to see last night. Baltimore now leads the AFC North with a record of 6-3, and three, uh, just one game ahead of Cincinnati. And the Ravens now will move into a bye week, and then we're going to host the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, November 20th at 1 p.m. at M&T Bank Stadium.
3: With three wins in a row, it just kind of feels like we're getting back to normal. Yeah. You know, I think kind of take that for granted after last season. We're like, win, 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 win. This season, we're like, whoa. But now it kind of feels like we're back into the winning streak. Number
2: two. So today is election day. Polling places will open at 7 a.m. and they close at 8 p.m. Make sure to double check your voting location because there was some redistricting changes last year. Uh, Marylanders in line by 8 p.m. will still be able to vote. You can check on Maryland.gov for your polling place. I'm also going to post a link on our Facebook and our Instagram just so you can check and I'll make it easy for you. Just to keep in mind, too, same day registration. You can do that at the polls. Just make sure to bring your driver's license, a current paycheck stub a current bank statement um, and a utility bill as well and if you have a mail-in ballot you have to drop that off by 8 p.m tonight.
3: It is vitally important and I'm gonna keep reiterating this today because I get it it's a Tuesday you've got a million things going on you got a mil- million and a half things to do today but it is so vital. Like, the weight of the world right now is literally on your shoulders. And I don't really care what side you're on. I don't even care who you're voting for. My thing is, you can't say a word. You can't say a word about anything political if you're not part of the system. If you're not out there voting and doing your just your responsibility as a citizen of this great country, you got nothing to say. You had no you had no say in this. You didn't do anything. I will say this, too, when you go vote, which I love to vote in person. Everyone's like, you know, early ballot, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But whenever you vote it's great. But when you go in person, you get a cool little Maryland sticker. So make sure you grab one of those on the way out. Number one.
2: Elon Musk decided to put his $8 fee for verified Twitter accounts on hold until after the midterm election. So actually starting tomorrow, you will be able to buy a verified account on Twitter. But that has not kept him from suspending accounts. Back on October 28th, Elon tweeted that comedy is now legal on Twitter, but apparently that did not apply to him because when celebrities tried to be funny by impersonating him, he didn't think that was very funny. And now comedian Kathy Griffin might have been permanently suspended from Twitter for impersonating Elon. After he blocked her, she then got back on the platform through her late mother, Maggie Griffin's account, and started tweeting from her account to still continue to imitate Musk, causing Elon to tweet, quote, going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended to only uh, push Griffin to respond, quote, I'm back from the grave to say hashtag (laughs) free Kathy. And she's like, also, my mother would not mind me doing this.
3: How are we feeling about this whole Elon Musk takeover?
2: I mean, so many people are just like dropping like flies. They want no part of it. And also, it's like you can't be like comedy is now allowed on Twitter. Ha, ha, ha. But you're not allowed to make fun of me. Like, dude, come on.
3: It's making me a little nervous. Um, I just don't think the way he's handled this over the last couple of days has been great. I don't know that he's the person. And I think he's... A genius. I think he's just his mind thinks so much different than most of ours. But I don't know that means he should necessarily be in charge of one of the biggest social media platforms in the world.
2: I don't know if it's going to be that big and that you know that successful, or people to be looking to it for information as much as you can. If everyone's
3: verified, right? Exactly. It's like how do you? How are we going to? I just I'm just telling you right now. I've got this weird gut feeling. This isn't going to. This isn't going to be cute. I feel like this might. I'm going to call it now on the 8th of November. This may be our new Kanye story.
2: Mm, With the whole Twitter
3: thing. Well, just it getting real messy with Elon Musk having this much control of content. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Tell me if you'd show up for this. A man who says, I'm going to eat 40 chickens (laughs) in 40 days. Would you go to watch this Him put down his final chicken in person? Y'all know exactly where this happened. And if you don't, let me play this little music for you. It's Pennsylvania, by the way. <laughs> it's Pennsylvania. In case of, you don't know this bit. Wait, what? Y'all, this may be our weirdest P.A. So cray-cray the whole entire year. And these
2: are always said with love. We love our neighbors and PA, but the most random and just really weird stories tend to come out of there. So, you know, we got to shed some light on
3: them. It's just our neighbors? To the North are bizarre. They're just a bizarre group. This though, tell me this isn't the weirdest story we've heard all year. So there's this guy last month, 31 year old named Alexander Teminsky. And he randomly just said, I want to eat 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days.
2: So this is one rotisserie chicken
3: a day? Yep. Okay. So on on, October the 8th, he announced his plan. He just tweeted a picture out. This guy's a nobody. He just tweeted his picture out, hey, y'all, I'm going to eat 40 chickens in 40 days, right?
2: I mean, random goal, but not unattainable. I feel like eating a rotisserie chicken a day for like... Who cares? You know?
3: Who cares, you know? So... (laughs) This tweet for some reason up in up in Philadelphia starts to trend and like the city starts to get behind this guy.
2: Where is he getting the chicken? Are they like from Costco? I or just I don't, random. I
3: don't know. So slowly but surely this this legend of the chicken guy starts picking up. Dude gains almost 40,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. So, as people are watching him eat one chicken per day for some reason mm-hmm. on Twitter. That's kind of cool. What he said is he said, this is last Friday night, he posted a flyer inviting anyone to come watch him eat his 40th bird. He didn't even give an address. All the all it said on this flyer was, if you want to see me eat my 40th chicken, then come to the abandoned pier near Walmart. That's all it said. Ew. That's all it said. <laughs> Why is that sketch? And guess what? <laughs> Hundreds of people. Showed up to watch him eat. Yeah. His 40th chicken. There's video. Listen to this. This is the crowd. Listen to them go crazy.
1: Sometimes you just got to see a win. Three, two,
4: one. <laughs> You're an inspiration. I love this guy. You have the whole city behind you. One more fight. One more bite.
2: D-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A- this,
3: this sounds like a sporting event. I think
2: what he says in the beginning, sometimes you just gotta see a win. Like it could have been anything, but I can't describe the fun of just like the consistency and like the day-to-day journey of wanting to see this guy just do whatever the hell he's trying to do.
3: And Philly say this guy, this guy that ate 40 chickens is their hero. Yeah. Maybe because they lost the World Series, but they got this guy. So the guy said I did he did it for no money. He gained nothing from it except yeah. for social media followers. Yeah. Even Purdue Chicken reached out to him and said, hey, we'll give you the chickens. He's like, no, I'm not to sure. To be able it. to do this. And he said no. Yeah. He said, absolutely not. So if you're <laughs> if you're wondering who the unsung hero is and why we always have to turn to the north and say, what is happening in Pennsylvania? It is Alexander Tom Tominsky, <laughs> who ate 40 chickens in 40 days. Is so cray cray y'all. Maryland family orders prop casket for Halloween party, finds dead woman's belonging, including her ashes. What? Yep. <laughs> in the world now, this story has gone viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, every all the news outlets are picking it up, and this is this is our hometown girl over the hometowns crazy story of the week. <laughs> Let's welcome to the show. This is Brooke from Sparrows Point. Hello, Brooke. Hello. So how in the world did you guys accidentally end up with a used coffin?
4: So my dad was scrolling on Facebook Marketplace looking for a car park, and it just popped up, and he scrolled past it, and something kept just drawing him back to it. And he was like, all right, I got to message the guy,
2: see if it's available. So he did, and he got it for $250. Why would you guys want a coffin to begin with? We heard that you were trying to use it for a cooler for beer.
4: We're just Halloween enthusiasts when they said display cough. That it was in the funeral home that you would go and pick out, like, this is what I
2: would
3: want. Okay. okay. And you know, didn't my think grandfather okay, okay, something okay. to be buried in. It's yeah. a floor model. That's yeah. We yeah. Okay. We didn't <laughs>
2: think anyone's body was actually in it at that point. No.
4: My dad sat it up against our garage. I look and I'm like, there's an envelope. And so my mom's like, give it to me. When she read it, that's literally a copy of Edith's death certificate. Her picture was laying in the bottom. Had, like, her social in there. Things that should not be in someone's hands oh. other than the family. I posted on Facebook, TikTok, in hopes to find the family. It went crazy on TikTok. Then Marcus, who is her son, had um, reached out to me and was like, can you call me?
3: Do they have any idea now what happened to her actual body? Um, She was cremated. Oh, she so was they all cremated. Have, it, she yeah. was? Okay, so they they. No, think, it's just
2: her belongings. So
3: they think maybe this was yeah. used as like a, you could see the body before we cremated kind of situation? Yeah,
2: it was just
4: for the viewings. I feel like in COVID, like with the COVID deaths and everything, they just didn't take care of their responsibilities as wow. much as, you know, it's just they're flying under the radar. That's yeah. my thoughts about it.
2: You guys were able to meet with the family, though, and give them everything. By the end Oh of yeah, it. they're trying to get answers from that funeral home and I just pray that they get all the answers yeah. that
4: they want. I would be upset if my mom's personal information is out there because obviously there are people that take that information and will make cards, well, yeah. um, well, you know, open that. accounts.
3: You think you will buy anything else off Facebook Marketplace? My
4: dad had actually gotten the second because there was two coffins that the guy had. He got in the second coffin.
2: <laughs> Y'all do not have and, two coffins in Sparrows Point right now.
4: Yeah. Because his friend wants to, my dad apparently the beer cooler idea. Everybody
3: wants to do that. Well, listen. All, all we ask at the end of this is that we, we have to get an invite to the party next year. Okay? We want to. Yes, of course. Grab a drink out I'll of the. i uh, my address. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you'll agree that people who are battling cancer are some of the strongest people on the face of the earth. And I'm not even just talking about like the physicality of having to go through things like chemo, but then it also comes down to like this extreme mental game mm-hmm. that you got to play with yourself, right? The fear, the anxiety, all of that. Yeah. I think there's also another group of people though that deserve a little bit of recognition that we don't focus on a lot, and that is the friends and the family of people that are fighting cancer. I found out yesterday that my dad's cancer is getting worse, mm-hmm. and it's not a huge shock um, for, for any of us, by the way. Uh, if you're new to our show, my dad has had prostate cancer now for 24 years. 24 years this man has been battling prostate cancer. That's a very long time to have to fight, and I got to tell you, he's put up. Probably the world's best fight. This man is constantly, he's trying like new trials for things. He was actually one of the first people to try this brand new medication. Not even sure if it was going to work for prostate cancer in the whole entire country. He was one of the, he was the first one Mm -hmm. and it kept him alive for many more years because of it. Right? So we found out yesterday that the prostate cancer has now spread into his, uh, his bladder and obviously it's not. It's not a good sign. Um, but days like this are hard because you know you know how this is going. You know how this goes. Yeah, right? even
2: even though you guys have been dealing with this for twenty five years, news like that never gets easier. Even if it's you know something that yeah. you have been expecting and kind of waiting for, that doesn't make it any easier.
3: I feel, uh, and so what, I, what I've seen over this process, and the reason I bring this up this morning is because my mom, yeah, and really anybody's family or her close friends that go through battling cancer alongside somebody, mm-hmm. you experience the same, similar ups and downs, just like the patient does. And you almost have to, some days even be stronger than the person that's battling the cancer. So even talking to my mom yesterday, like I know that she's so tough in my dad's face. Like we got this. Everything's going to be good. It's going to be, you know, we're going to beat this cancer. We're going to keep it off. But then she comes and talks to me.
2: And it's hard.
3: And it's like a breakdown, you know? So I'm feeling sad this morning. It's hard. It's hard when, you, when you've got somebody that you love that's, that's going through this. And I bring it up this morning because if you are, first off, if you're battling cancer, man, keep going. Mm-hmm. This is what I tell my dad like, keep going. My dad, y'all, he's been through everything. This man fought in Vietnam and life didn't get much easier ever since then. And now he's been battling this cancer for, for 20, yeah, 24 years. But to the families and the friends too, like, just wanna send you a big hug. Because I know that these waves can be really tough, Mm -hmm. and on the good days you feel like it's like the world's biggest high. You see the 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 end of the story, and it's positive, right? Like you feel really good on those days. And then I have days like like yesterday, where like that safety net, that blanket, you know, gets kind of pulled away from you. Mm -hmm. And I think that you guys deserve a little extra love this morning too. Now,
2: now, now. Now. in the, city. the
4: Baltimore top
1: three, three. <laughs> with Jess.
2: Number three, the Ravens are now on a three-game winning streak after beating the Saints 27 to 13 in last night's game. Baltimore leaves the AFC North with a record of six and three, one game ahead of Cincinnati. And then we're going to move into a bye week before the Ravens host the Carolina Panthers at the Bank on November 20th at 1 p.m.
3: So they asked Coach Harbaugh, like, do uh, do you take Lamar? S- skills for granted because he had such a great game last night, right? Lamar plays on a different level. You can't just look at passing stats. The passing stats are good, but he made some third down conversions. The third down was a key in this game. We played, we did a great job in offense, uh, and Lamar was really the driver of that. How would you feel about the game last night?
2: Yeah, he, he was on fire. Yeah. I think like he he really stepped up, and it, it was cool to kind of see him on a, on his game last night.
3: I feel like the guy's got so much pressure on him. I feel like after every game, yeah. it's either Lamar was the best ever. Or he was the worst ever, and like no one's like he did okay. I mean, if you're gonna. If you're
2: gonna hold up a fan's sign that says pay the man, you gotta show up and he did that number two. Aaron Carter's autopsy is complete, but the L.A. County Coroner's report is still offering no cause of death for the pop star who was found dead in his bathtub Saturday morning. The cause of death has been deferred, and the medical examiner is actually requesting more investigation into the death, including additional studies. So once the tests come back, the doctor will evaluate the case again, and then they'll make an announcement. However, police have found evidence of multiple cans of compressed air and prescription pills in the singer's bathroom and bedroom the 34 year old openly spoke about his substance abuse issues including an addiction to huffing leading many to think that this was an overdose
3: i mean we'd have to assume right yeah. um like i feel bad even saying that because i don't know why you would assume someone's death but it to me logically it just makes sense mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it would be, because by now they'd be able to say, was it suicide by, you know... Something else. Hurting himself? Yeah. Was it an attack? They've already said no foul play, so it only... Unless he had some type of medical condition, it only really leaves. Yeah substance issues you know which is it's just sad at 34 34 right
2: he was dealing with a lot schizophrenia in yeah. addition anxiety in addition to the ad, uh, drugs and all that kind of stuff but the investigation is still ongoing so we will keep you updated
1: number one
2: almost a dozen maryland jurisdictions have already started counting mail-in ballots ahead of election day with more than 60,000 mail-in ballots received so far and now it's your chance to vote today if you haven't already polling places are open now until 8 p.m tonight make sure to double-check your voting location because of redistricting changes that took place this year. Same-day registration is also available at each polling location. Just make sure you bring proof of residency. And then if you have a mail-in ballot, they have to be sent in an envelope and postmarked by 8 p.m., or you can drop it at a Dropbox by tonight as well if for it to get counted. And if you're not sure where to go to vote today, I posted a link on our Facebook and Instagram. Just search Kramer and Jess, and then you can find your location.
3: And this might be your first midterm elections, you know? Like some people always felt like the the two the two year in between may not be as important but i think if anything that we've been seeing around here like how you feel about gas prices you like that you don't like that get your ass to the poll okay how do you feel about women's rights abortion rights how you feel about that get your ass to the poll but just, i mean that's just two examples of many things of how we're shaping how the next couple of years in our country is gonna go it's so vitally important plus on top of that you do get a, a very precious i voted in maryland sticker <laughs> it's got the flag on it that alone that alone's worth it, right? This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you want increased happiness and a positive mood? Do you want more satisfaction with life? I feel like this is like a commercial. Hey friends, it's Kramer. Are you looking to be are you looking for better sleep? Are you yeah. looking for, for better physical health? Well, yeah. I've got the answer for you. Really? <laughs> the answer, according to science.
2: Is it free? Does it cost me any money?
3: Cost you not one dollar, Jessica. You don't say. I am talking about daily gratitude. Daily gratitude with literally 14 different things that this can bring you, according to the science of gratitude. And I don't mean, I don't think that we as humans do a good enough job of really being thankful for the things that we have. Mm -hmm. I think that we wait for really big things to happen and then we're thankful. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you get a new car, you're like, oh, I'm so thankful I got this new car. Mm hmm only like six months later, like this damn car is breaking down, this car payment is driving me crazy. Yeah. So we decided to put this to the test and I hope that you'll do this with us. We're, we're doing the Kramer and Jess 30 days of thankful. We're every day on the radio show, we're stopping down. We're hoping you'll do this with us right now too. And we're saying just one thing that we're thankful for, okay? Just one. And even the, the point of this is, it can even be, it, it doesn't have to be something necessarily massive. It can be something in your everyday life that you forget to be thankful you forget, for. You absolutely forgetful. I forget you're forgetful to. Matt, you're thankful. Thank you. That's the point. I'm that leaves to make. you
2: full. Oh, that fulfills
3: thanks. you. <laughs> uh huh. I blame on the time change. Yeah. All right. You want to start? Just right now. Take a second. and Think of one thing you're grateful for. And if you want to share yours with us, we'd love to get you on the radio. Uh-huh. 410-583-1065. Maybe you could convince somebody. They've got something in their life to be grateful for as well.
2: I am thankful for the Greg Cafe. The Greg Cafe is a cafe that Greg Carpenter from 1019 and Anne in our office have created. And I think it started off as a joke because they basically put a picture of Greg's face over this table. But now, randomly, on random mornings, either Ann or Greg will put out treats on this little table. Yeah. And it's just so nice because nobody's here in the morning. Like, we're all really tired. We get here like, you know, 5 a.m. And when you got when you got little random cheeses out there <laughs> yesterday, today, candy, you know, and I was like, you know
3: what? <laughs> random cheeses. This is
2: so nice and it's just for us and I really appreciate hey, it.
3: when's the last time, and think about this, when's the last time you really showed appreciation for office snacks, right? The answer is you probably don't you just eat those Doritos bags It's just sitting there and think twice about it. So that's, thank you guys. That's a good one Let me give you one for dog owners something. I realized last night. Cause I'm really trying to find these moments of gratitude throughout the day How thankful are you? That somebody got smart enough to make poop bags
2: Yeah because what else would you do? We just carry around, like, big plastic bags around There's with
3: you? There's not a good alternative. And I decided this. I literally put a lot of thought into this. There's no good alternative to a poop bag if you're a dog owner. There's not. What are the options? Yeah, You, you bring, like, a trash can around with you. A mm-hmm. trash bag. It's, a, what, a 13-gallon trash bag with you. Not doing ew, that. Ew, ew. Not doing that.
2: Ew, the little poop, like, falls all the way. Yeah, and then you're, like, walking around with the hacky sack of poop.
3: Not doing it. That's gross. That would be one option. I mean, you could always... Leave it there, which is a terrible option because if everyone just left their dog poop sitting everywhere, that's awful. You know who you are, or you could just pick it up with your hand.
2: Ew,
3: it's not good options. Sometimes it's little things you got to think about, you know. 410 583 1065. Let's talk to you about what you're grateful for. Freightliner Joe, good morning. Well, you know, every time of this year I get upset because uh, you know, I don't have no family left and I get towards the thankful part, you know. Yeah. The- thanksgiving and, and you know you don't get a chance to go see your mom and dad anymore. You more you all them what, what's so happy is that I'm thankful at this time of year because uh I have a lot of friends to yeah. do a lot of things <laughs> and to be able to get on. In the mornings and listening to you guys in the morning, that that soothes me. It makes me feel a little comfortable. That, when I get to work, I know my day ain't going to go bad because when I get off, I get right back to one hundred six point five. Well, look at no. you, dude. I mean, this wasn't yeah. supposed to be about us, but but I, you know, here's one thing. Two things I want to say about what you said. Number one, I think at least I'll speak for myself. I always take my family for granted. Mm. I always, I always think that when I wake up in the morning, they're just going to be there. How? Why would they not be? That's yeah. and That's always my mindset. In the back of my mind, they're just that's my family. They're always. Why would they not? Show up, you know? And I think we all could probably do a better job of realizing they're not going to be here forever, no matter who they are.
2: But not only that, like, let's say you don't have the best relationship with your family. I think that's the beautiful thing about friends is you you do yeah. have the ability to choose your family. absolutely. And so I love that you have you still have that community, Joe, and that you, you've made that community for yourself. Oh, yes.
3: I mean, I, I'm so thankful when I get up in the morning. i say, I know it's only me by myself in this world. My yeah. mom, my dad, and everybody's going, give me give me the radio. I'm fine. <laughs> Joe, Joe, we're always here, man. As long as I keep us around, we're here, okay? <laughs> 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 I really? I really appreciate it, man. Honestly, we, I really do. We appreciate and you. Thankful and you guys are on the radio every morning. We're thankful for you, too, man. Hey,
1: thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.